0: President and Lord? this is D.K. Grooms with Rock Solid Truth Live, and I'm so glad that each and every one of you have joined with us tonight. If you've got your Bibles, turn to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17. We're going to be reading with verse 17, 18, and 19. What a glorious day to be in the presence of the Lord, and I'm so glad that each and every one of you have joined with us. Praise the Lamb of God. I pray that you've had a wonderful day. You've walked victoriously in the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ, and that all things are working together for your good. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Let us pray. Father, I want to thank you and praise you today that the mighty name of Jesus Christ shall be exalted and magnified. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in the midst of your children that the name of Jesus Christ shall be exalted. We'll give you all the praise and all the glory. In thy name we pray. When I speak about being filled with the fullness of God, what I'm actually speaking about is the love of God. Now, Ephesians I'm sorry, the Word of God tells us that it's the love of God where all things work out of. I'll say that again. The Word of God tells us that it's the love of God where all things work out of. And it's here that I lose a great deal of people because many of God's children, because they go to this denomination or they go to that denomination or whatever church that they belong to, they have been taught in an essence on love. But yet the fact of the matter is is that in most of in most of our cases concerning love, most people and most children of God do not have the essence of the four concepts of that love. How many times do we speak about sickness and disease? And that God teaches us to walk through these things with patience and obedience? They speak about what the Lord gives and then takes away because of our disobedience. They speak about blessings that flow because of obedience and blessings that stop and are hindered because of disobedience. These people talk about all of these things while in the essence of speaking about love. They blame God for sickness. They blame God for the deaths of children, spouses, disasters, and even call it an act of God. And they relate to this kind of love with this kind of understanding. The word of God is very clear. It is this kind of love that's birthed out of fear. What does that really mean? It means that the love that God gave in perfection has now been polluted and contaminated with fear and terror. And fear and terror brings torment. Here lies the greatest problem in which all other problems flow out of us, The misunderstanding and confusion concerning the kind of God, love that God has for us. When you come to this place of understanding, this love, this agape love that God has, what it does is it changes you, it transforms you, it converts you. And it does it painlessly, and I might say immediately. And it does it in such a way that you know that you'll never be the same again. Now, when I say that it changes you painlessly and immediately, the minute that you grasp it is the minute that you're changed. The minute that you grasp a hold of it is the minute that you're changed. All things, all other things, drop off, and they drop off because you've been brought to the revelation and the understanding of four things: the breath length, depth, and height of his love. I remember years ago when the Lord brought this revelation to me, and I, I had a sense knowledge of God's love, or in other words, I had an intellectual knowing of God's love. But it did not reach into these four places of completeness, because that's exactly what these four places are. They're a place of completeness. A place of completeness and breadth, a place of completeness and length, depth, and height. In America, we use the word love to define everything. I love my kids. I love my husband. I love my job. I love my dog. I love chocolate. I love my grandkids. But in the Greek, there are four definitions or four perceptions of love. Number one, filial love which is a brother or a friendship type of love. Then there's the love between parents and children, which is called story. Then there's a the sexual love called eros. And then there's God's kind of love, and very few people understand this kind of love, and it's called agoplic. Turn to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. Paul is praying for the Ephesians, Notice this prayer. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend or understand with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. Look at verse 18, that you might be able to comprehend, understand, breadth, length, depth, and height. And by way, this is what all of God's children are supposed to do, that you would comprehend with all things. In other words, God love, God's love has four tremendous perceptions, breadth, length, depth, and height. Those are the four perceptions that a we love has. It's not about the perception of seeing or hearing. It's not about the perception of feeling or touching. It's not about the perception of emotion. It's about being immersed in the perception of that love and that love changing you and transforming you. You see, in order to understand God's love, in order to comprehend the breadth, length, depth, and height of God's love, I believe that you need help. I believe you need a revelation from the Holy Spirit so that he can reveal unto you these four perceptions. Because these four perceptions are going to do something in your life. And what's it going to do? It's going to fill you with the fullness of God. Look at verse 19. And to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge, this has got to go beyond your intellectual comprehension. When it does, when you understand this love of God, this agape love with poor perception, it's going to fill you with the fullness of God. But it has to pass your knowledge. To know the love of Christ with pastor's knowledge, so that you can be filled with the fullness of God. Here is one of the greatest promises in all the Word of God. And the promise is that if you will know the love of Christ, if you will know the love of Christ in these four perceptions, the love of agape love, that it will fill you with the fullness of God. You see, if you're not walking in the fullness of God, if you're not overflowing with the love of God manifested in you, if you do not understand how much God loves you, then the results that are taking place in your life is quite evident as to why those results are not taking place. Because you don't know the fullness of God. I wonder how many of us at one point or another, lose our, how would I say it? Not to love, but there's just certain things that irritate you and there's certain things that take place that might irritate you that happened to me today. And if you're not walking and if you're not filled with that fullness of God, your lifestyle, how are you going to walk in Christianity, if we're cumbered by or tendered by those things that are in our flesh. The word of God is clear. The fullness of God only comes through the knowledge of you knowing the breadth, length, depth, and height of God's love. Knowing how much he loves you. Not, not, not about how much you love him. About how much he loves you. And when you come to the understanding of knowing how much he loves you, then things begin to change in your life towards other people as well. The knowledge of the breadth, length, depth, and height of God's love does not come through prayer, fasting. does not come through holiness. does not come through commitment. It comes through your understanding of how much he loves you. The benefits that will fill you with all the benefits of God. Filling you full with the fullness of God. All the joy, all the peace, all the patience. And our our hearts cry out for a revelation of God's love. We do. We pray and we prevail. And we cry out and we say, God, show me a revelation of your love. But I tell you that when you get a revelation of his love, then that understanding will fill you with the fullness of God. That doesn't mean that there's not going to be times that you fail and there's not going to be times that you fall and there's not going to be times that you open your mouth when you should be keeping it quiet. But it does mean that you are filled with the fullness of God and the byproduct is because of that understanding. Understanding comprehends how much God loves you. But so when you blow up, when you do those things that you don't want to do, it is very quickly that you come back to the understanding and to the revelation of how God much God really loves you look at Luke chapter 12 verse 32 Luke chapter 12 verse 32 Hear not little flock it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. The word pleasure in the Greek is and it means that the Father is willing, it pleases the Father to give you his kingdom. The word kingdom in the Greek is and it means to rule or reign. So this is really what the scripture is saying. Fear not, little flock, for it's the pleasure of the Father It pleases the Father for you to rule and reign in his kingdom. It pleases the Father for you to rule and reign in his kingdom. He has no problem with you ruling and reigning in his kingdom. Look at Galatians chapter 5, verse 6. For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. What is it that moves the mountain? What is it that speaks to the sacrament tree and casts it into the sea and its planet? It's faith. Well, how does faith work? Faith works by you understanding agape love. Not the Cupid-type love, not the Arrows-type love, not the Filio-type love, not even the storage type of love. It only works through your understanding of a we love. How many times have we allowed circumstances and situations to blind us concerning the love that God has for us? How many times have we wondered where God was? How many times have we said, Lord, don't you understand what's taking place in my life? Because many times we feel that God is unconcerned about what's taking place in our lives simply because of what the Word of God says. There's a time for planting, and there's a time for season. And if we wait long enough, then surely that harvest will come. So we think that God is sitting there unconcerned about what's taking place in our lives. That God is not moving in his time, and that our time means nothing to him. I wonder how many of us have had those thoughts and that kind of stinking thinking. When our faith is hindered because of those types of thinking, then we are blinded by the things that the Word of God is telling us. Psalm 35, verse 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor may righteous cause, yea? Let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which has pleasure in the prosperity of a servant. God finds pleasure in your posterity. He's not pleased with your poverty. He's not pleased with my poverty. When revelation comes, the word of God says that supply is released. When comprehension or understanding comes, supply is released. And that supply is released to do what? Meet our needs. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. But my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Let us pray. Father, I want to thank you and praise you today that the mighty name of Jesus Christ shall be exalted. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for the revelation of that word. And thank you, Lord, for what you are doing in the midst of your children that the mighty name of Jesus Christ shall be exalted. This is DK Groom with Rock Solid Truth Live. Go with God and he will go with, surely go with you.